comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. We made the Kessel Run in less than 11 parsecs. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 502 of A Half Hour Wasted. Half Hour Wasted Volume 2, starting over, second volume with episode 500, or no, 501, because we started with episode 1. We didn't have an episode 0, did we? Right. Um, I don't think we did. No, we didn't. No, we we never put out like a show teaser or anything like that. It was so popular these days. Hang on, this this one here is for old time's sake. Uh The nice thing is that uh, people, anybody who missed episode 501 just wants to know that we're going in a new direction now. We've got a new uh, brightened up format um, for the listeners. Um, uh, Half Hour Wasted Marketing came to us with a long, long list, a checklist, if you will, a bingo card, if you will, of of things that we need to do better now. Mm -hmm. So we're doing better now. We're staying focused. We haven't heard from off track. We haven't heard from Half Hour Wasted Corporate in quite some time. Yeah, we're we're not going down strange, strange side verbal side roads that really have no point or payoff. What are you doing there? Uh, Frank? We stopped doing that. What are you doing there? What were you doing in, with the, in the camera? Oh, were you taking <laughs> were you <laughs> taking a picture of me? What are you doing? I am. Uh, are you, uh, are you polishing something with a microfiber uh, towel? Uh, I am, I am, but I it's something that you. does not work. So uh, it was more of a uh, uh, like a habit thing. Okay. Uh, uh, it's a. It, I have one of those Waze cameras. Uh, You're familiar with those? They're oh they're God. home security cameras. Oh, and this one finally like a Russian dash cam camera. <laughs> and uh, this one re- recently uh, uh, bit the dust, so I went and I got a new one. And this is just sitting on my dining room table. While okay. you guys were talking, I uh, I I'm answered. Just glad to know uh, that there's I, no longer a camera in your bathroom. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, you've had mechanical difficulties. But... <laughs> um, I did get a bit. I did get a, bit, uh, a new bidet recently. I've been riding that pony for a while. Okay. It's been. I'm uh, gonna. I'm just gonna go put on the record. That is the worst place for one of those cameras. <laughs> there, there literally is not a worse place for one of those cameras. <laughs> My. Uh, Brother and sister-in-law got one of those um, uh, add-on bidet. That's what I have. Faucets, I and I didn't know what it was, and uh, so I walked in. I had to pee. I walked in. I lifted the right. seat, and I was like, "What is this thing?" And it, I saw this control thing on the side, and so I just bent down and pushed a button. This huge stream of water went shooting out of the toilet and it hit the far wall and just water everywhere. And I'm like, what's going on? I had no idea what this was. <laughs> I had to get a towel and wipe down their wall and take a piece of art off the wall and dry it off. And I'm like, I made a mess in your bathroom and not the way you think. 
<laughs> Sorry, Mr. Um, Van Gogh. <laughs> Just dry that off there. Um, no, I, um, uh, I, I don't know what I, I don't know if I've ever seen a bidet with my own eyes before. I and tried it. I've been in a couple of hotels before that probably should have had them, but I don't think they ever have. I tried it, and I, I did not like it. Okay, because I think I'd notice something like that. How long does it take to dry off? Uh, so well, see, I here's the thing. Experience, so, go ahead. I, I've been using bidets for years. Uh, uh, you know what? It's, it's just part of your routine, like washing your hands or stuff. You know, you, you, you take care of your business. You give it a squirt. You just sit there for a sec or two. Let let uh, let nature take its course. Then right. you uh, stand up, finish up, and then wash your. Whoa, hands. whoa, whoa, whoa! It, Back up, really rewind. Pleasant, it's really a pleasant experience. <laughs> hang on, hang on a second. I, mean, I enjoy it. So you fire it off. It cleans yeah. you. Yeah. And then what do you drip dry for the next minute I, and a half I or drip, something? I, I I drip dry, but I mean we're we're talking like ten seconds. I mean, uh, uh, it, it uh, sounds like a because then once you wipe, it's just like uh, no, 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 no. See, with a bidet, okay, you're not supposed to have to wipe. That's the whole this idea of how, a bidet. No, you don't. This is, you wipe. This you is how wipe. confused you just I just don't use as much paper. No, we heard during COVID. Uh, uh, I think this is crazy, um, but Brad's right. Uh, we were told during COVID. Uh, well, not that we're out of it yet, but uh, we were told that, dude. Uh, people should be like using bidets because there's like toilet paper shortages and stuff. And, uh, so apparently there was a huge run on, you know, DIY bidets, which sounds like a terrible idea. That's it's, actually, uh, that's also the name of my new band, DIY bidet. I'd buy that so record. It's going to be French, uh, French I'd buy electro pop. Hey, so have I been doing this wrong or thinking of it wrong the whole time? So with a, this is my understanding of how a bidet works. And so this is with a bidet. This is going to be my question, unless you answer it. You fire it off. You get a mm -hmm. little jet stream going up in your business. Right, right. You, you and, and on, not in. Right, but on. But if you're not careful, and if the stream's too powerful, you're <laughs> no, gonna you you're gonna give yourself maker, an enema. Sure. Oh my god, and that has happened. You will I mean, give you yourself an enema keep... if yeah. if all the stars align. If you know what I'm saying. But but that's so, not. That's I mean, if you're if if the rocket ship goes in your black hole, you're gonna give yourself an enema. Yeah. Is there is there like some kind of fine line you have to straddle with the water pressure? I uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's too just strong. Like a, and, and you, you, you know. have to uh, you have to kind of you have to find your you have to find your zone. You have to find your settings. Like, oh, I'm a three, or no, you know what? I need some log splitting power. Give me an eight, you know, and and, and you know, you, you got to do a little bit of back and forth, rocking back and forth. Kind of, I don't understand. It's just like it's just like cleaning your car with a with one of those power wands. You just kind of got to yeah. go back and forth and just kind of you know find your. You know you how know, long have we been doing this show? Five hundred episodes. I mean, no, how many years? Idea? How many years we've we been doing this? Since oh. seven. By the way, this reminds me of this right here. We've been coming to the same party for 12 years now, and in no way is that depressing. N that that <laughs> that soundbite has only recently come into accuracy, and it, it couldn't it couldn't actually be more accurate unless he said 13. But this is the first time. You know, we've been doing this for 13 years, and we always think, ah, what are we going to talk about this week? We've run out of things to talk about. No, we haven't, because we're talking yeah. about something brand new, and we're talking about a bidet. <laughs> this is history, ladies and gentlemen, the first time we've ever talked about bidets on Half Hour Wasted. This is Volume 2, boys and girls. We yeah. told you to strap We saved the best stuff for the second volume. 
So I, uh, my understanding is bidet is French for pony, so you can always just say, I'm going to go ride the pony. That's what I usually say. Uh, in America, I thought that meant something about drug use. Oh, no, that's Riding heroin. You're thinking about oh, the horse. Oh, the horse, the white horse. horse. Right, okay, yeah. yeah, my bad. I wasn't trying to make a light of it. I was seriously was, yeah, mistaken. Okay. But, uh, uh, you know, so uh, you give yourself a nice little spritz. Yeah. You wait a moment. You use a little less, you use a lot less paper. So you, you do know, use a little paper to remove the excess moisture, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. If you, uh, you know, it's just like, you know, sometimes you go and it's just like, uh, you know, it, it's a never ending process with the toilet paper. It's just like, oh man, I'm going to be here all day. You know what? This is not. <laughs> you keep, it's like, it's like wiping a marker, right? Yes. It's just like Andy <laughs> from uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah. From Parks and Rec. It's like wiping, it's like, it's like a wiping marker a marker. Um, so I'd use a bidet if they added like a little warm jet stream of air button. They, they do have those. This is a more fancy kind. Okay. Well, I may, I may pony up then. Yeah. I'm interested in that pony. Here's the, my advice for using bidets just in the one time I've experienced it. Make sure you're sitting down before you push the button. Because if you don't, you're going to be cleaning a wall off. You're going to be drying (laughs) a wall. Trying to explain it to Uncle Albert. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't expect it either. Um, sorry about the uh, the the Renoir. Hey, let's talk uh, about some Star Wars, Wars stuff. Hey. Yeah. What can you we got? talk what about some got? Star Wars? Well, look. Agenda, first right? off, look at my shirt. This is a oh. dude. A cool, you know, one-off shirt that somebody made years ago, and I bought it. it oh, well, like Frank that. has a NASA shirt on, and actually, Bill has a Darth Vader shirt on. I do. Look, I do. we are with it. Okay, so. <laughs> So I'm the only one, like, I'm I'm still space adjacent, but right. I'm like, it's close enough. space adjacent. It's close enough. Space friendly. Don't you have any Star Wars figures on your on your um, shelves uh, back there? Plenty. You know what? I, I do. Uh, okay. I recently went on a virtual date. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, uh, I, I had the same setup that I have right there. Uh, and you know, so the woman that you're talking to goes, so what's behind there? And I go, well, it's kind of my, you know, toy collection. And I could see the shift change. Yeah, she went. <laughs> I bum, could see bum, like, bum, uh-huh. it's okay, your... well, I got to go. I don't know. Let's do something soon, but this not is my really. flair. They wouldn't like. Uh, they wouldn't like come over to my place. I've got a very schizophrenic set of uh, of action characters up on my bookshelf directly above me. You can't see it from here because the camera's not facing that way. But I have a Dalek and Doctor Strange and Hawkman and Bob and Doug McKenzie and Goku and Take Brainiac off, eh? Five and Mordru and and I have the uh, Joe Jans's um, my personal Funko Pop. Yeah, I see mine right there up on my mantle. Yeah, mine right next to my next to my uh, a Master Shake action figure. <laughs> it's right next to Bob and Doug McKenzie. Yeah. And, okay. and the Bob and, and the Bob and Doug McKenzie are Todd McFarlane um, issue oh, Bob and nice. Doug McKenzie. So they're freaking amazing. Yeah, I found them in two packages at uh, at a Comic Con many years ago. And it comes with a cooler and beer bottles and a little Coleman, a uh, uh, little Coleman stove, so you can make your back bacon. Nice. It's, uh, it's fan- It's got the great white North backdrop on it. It's fantastic. Um, I just, it's, that's one of those things that makes me very happy every time I look at it. I don't know how much I paid for it, but no regrets. 
Yeah, I look around my apartment and go, did I really need that? <laughs> did I really need that? And yes. then I say, this, this is my, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a self-proclaimed minimalist. This is my only kind of display thing. I have no pictures on my walls. I have, uh, you know, just a couple lamps in each room, but uh, this house has a, has a series of shelves right when you walk in and I could leave them bare. I could put a plant on them, I guess. But, uh, you know, I, I broke out my box of, of old action figures and put them there. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it is pretty sad, but you know, it's my house. I don't think you I'll ever do let a I don't think I'll ever let a woman in my apartment <laughs> until I get a new apartment because it's small and so I have everything I like in the living room, you know, where I can nice. see it all. <laughs> anyway, enough about that. All right, so we want to talk about some Star Wars stuff. We want to get into the Mandalorian trailer, season two trailer. But briefly, I wanted to mention or ask you guys: Have you seen the trailer or any of the gameplay for the new Star Wars Squadrons video game? I have. There's a short film, basically, like six, seven minutes. Why can't all Star Wars movies be like that? It's just breathtakingly awesome and beautiful and fun. I've and seen that. You, uh, you really seen... get into, you know, in this short little little moment, you, you feel all the emotions for the pilots involved. It, it, it's, it's stellar. Yeah. I've seen a snippet of the gameplay, and it blew me. It blew my pants clean off. Yeah. I had I'd... to walk across the room and get my pants back. Mm. I've pre-ordered uh, the game, I, I, but I've not seen this uh, this thing. I uh, this is I think this is the game. Maybe I've been waiting for almost my entire life. Yeah. Do you did you ever play the old X-wing computer games and Tie Fighter computer games? I did too. Uh, one point, I, I I did, and I barely I loved them. I did too. I, I, yeah, I figured out how to download, uh, yeah. do the Mame thing, and right. I played it like three or four times. But my my Windows ME computer, which dates it, yeah. um, could barely run the thing. Yeah, and uh, I, I used to uh, play it on an old three point one Windows three point one machine. Uh, I, uh, if you go to the um, uh, play, uh, oh gosh, what's the name of the place? The um, uh, the place that has all the video games and the homebrews and the flatbreads. You mean a what? A, a website? One, no, uh, one of those arcades, uh, yeah. barcade. I guess we call them these oh, days. Oh yeah, yeah. The free play, that's it. Uh, there's a, the free play is the nearest one to my location here. It's uh, in Richardson, and they have uh, the Star Wars, you know, the original Star Wars that line art game, uh, um, the vector based. Yes, one. exactly. Where you're flying through the columns and one of my favorites. And man, I will get on that thing, and you kind of have to drag me away from it. Um, I just, I, I still to this day love it so much. And to go from that. You know, to what we've got these days. Kids don't even know. You try to tell them that, hey, there. I went to the arcade once, and there was this brand new game called Battle Zone. Do you guys remember that? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I you're spent that, so that much vector. money on Battle Zone. Oh, yeah. But you're in that. <laughs> you're, you're in this POV. You're kind of in a, in a futuristic tank that's just vector lines, yeah. and you're going through this landscape that looks mildly alien. And you come in contact with other tanks, and you have to destroy them before they destroy you. It's pretty simple stuff. But you had two joysticks, so you could, uh, you know, so you could rotate yourself on your tracks, you know, on a dime and that kind of thing. Um, but we're talking vector-based graphics, and you know. Some kid hops on, you know, Battlefront Two now, and they wouldn't even believe that uh, that we played games like that when we were a kid. 
I'm yeah, uh, that particular game, I what I enjoyed about it the most was the experience of playing it because you had to put your head in a visor, right? Which was your essentially your tur- turret, and so yes. you are controlling your point of view. And this is one of the few games where it actually gave you a 3D world, so you could do a 360 and look all around, and you could have uh, you know uh, enemies coming from from any angle. And I the, mean. Um, the- it might have been the first open world game. Yeah. And the <laughs> oh, visor, you know, seriously. Yeah. The visor uh, smelled like the last guy who played the game. Yeah, it always had forehead grease on it. Yeah. But, uh, um, going back to that to that Tie Fighter game, the early early yeah. ones. Uh, I have a funny story where I had so gotten into the game, and but I was still there's still a learning curve to it, and so I was playing it, and I thought I was I had been I had been in a little bit of a battle. And I was following what I thought was an X-Wing. And I must have been following it for about 10 minutes. And then suddenly, I, I, as I caught up to it, I realized it was a stray missile. I had been following like one of these stray missiles for, <laughs> for like 10 minutes because I wanted to catch up to it. Uh, uh, and, it, it, you know, but that blew my mind because it was just like, this thing goes on forever. That's funny <laughs> and unfortunate. What is this new game? What is this new it's game called, called Squadrons. And, uh... Oh, Star Wars X- Squadrons. Squadrons? Uh, I think Star it's just Squad it's okay. Star Wars Squadrons. But there's okay. a there's some gameplay video, Bill, and then but there's also like a, a CG short um, that you should you should investigate. It's pretty cool. I've I've pre ordered that. I'm really oh, super okay. happy. It looks kind of like Frank. It looks like a beefed up times ten version of the old game we played, the old X Fighter X Wing game. Oh, that definitely. We played. Yeah. Definitely. So, um, I wanted to mention that. I also want to mention these books. They came out. Um, a few years ago, and then I, I bought them, but I never did read them. It came out in uh, 2015 is when this story started. So when Disney took over Star Wars, they took all the EU novels and stuff and rebranded them Legends, you know, and basically took them out of extended universe continuity. Um, I could see Bill's watching it in his glasses. Yeah. It's pretty cool, <laughs> doesn't it, Bill? Um, I just can't wait. Yeah, I've always wanted a flying game. Oh, yeah. So this is called Star Wars Aftermath, and it's book one of a trilogy that takes place two or three months after Empire Strike, uh, after Return of the Jedi ends. And it's basically um, the aftermath of the Battle of Endor and how the New Republic is now, you know, growing and becoming the dominant government in the galaxy and how the fledgling empire is still grasping at straws and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I just finished book one this morning and I started the second book. It's called life debt. The third book is called, um, empire's end. And, uh, I don't have that one yet, but I was really looking forward to reading these, um, because I wanted to know what Han and Lick, Han and Leia and Luke were doing you know, a couple of months after uh, and uh, Return of the Jedi. And this is official canon. This is official Disney nice. Star Wars canon. So it doesn't focus on the trilogy, on the on the Holy Trinity of Star Wars. It, it focuses on a, another group of folks. Some familiar Wedge Antilles is, is in the first book a lot. Um, the A character named Timon Wexley, who grows up to be the guy we know as Snap, Wexley from The Force oh, Awakens, okay. that pilot, the uh, Greg yeah. Grunberg, Grunberg. Anyway, yeah. he he is a <laughs> and his mom, and then this group of like a bounty hunter joins them. But they start working for the New Republic, hunting down all these 
fleeing empire generals and high-ranking officials. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, they Han and Leia uh, have shown up, and Chewbacca have shown up a little bit here and there. So far, no Luke. But anyway, I bring all this up because it ties in with uh, the Mandalorian trailer that we're going to, season two, that I mean, that we're going to talk about. So we had heard, have you heard, okay, you guys have heard the rumor that Boba Fett, Tamura Morrison is going to be in Mandalorian season two, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, Have you also heard the rumor that the actor Timothy Oliphant is going to play somebody in season two of? I I don't know who that is. Okay. He was in that, um, that show Justified. He was the, um, the marshal, the U S marshal in Justified. Okay. Um, People have said I look like him on occasion. It's usually Billy Bob Thornton, but every once in a while I'll get Timothy Oliphant. Look him up. You'll you'll when you see him, you'll go, oh yeah, he was the bad guy in one of the uh, Die Hard movies, which he was. Um, and what, what's his name again? One more Timothy Oliphant. He was also in an episode of The Office when they were looking for a new boss to replace uh, Michael Scott. Really? I think actually they're in a scene together, so maybe it wasn't that late in the show, but he was in it at least one episode. But anyway, when you see his face, you'll go, oh yeah, I know that guy. He's a handsome dude. Um, he and Conan O'Brien are, are like besties. But um, anyways, so we've been told that Timothy Oliphant is going to play a character named, the rumor is that he's playing a character named Cobb Vanth. But his character will be wearing the Boba Fett armor. So you've Aww. got Boba Fett and rumored to be in season two, two different ways. Tamira Morrison, I think it, I think it was officially announced he's going to be coming back. I think I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. I think I've heard that too. But he's not going to be wearing the Boba Fett armor, the rumor says, because Timothy Oliphant's character Cobb Vanth will be wearing the Boba Fett armor. So, Weird. I bring all that up to say, near the end of this first book in the trilogy, it's called Aftermath, there's a character and I had heard this Timothy Oliphant rumor a long time ago. But um, there's this character that shows up near the very end, and he talks about being a sheriff. And the way he talks and the way this guy was described, immediate, you know, when you're reading a book, you can kind of see the characters you're reading, right? Well, immediately when I started reading this character, I saw Timothy Oliphant's face and heard his voice <laughs> while I was reading this character. And I read this whole chapter that this guy was in, and then I thought, wait a second. This reminds me of something. So I went and looked up that rumor. So apparently the character that Timothy Oliphant plays in the Mandalorian season two is the one that showed up at the end of this first book. So there's a tie in there, you know, and um, so it'll be interesting to, to see if he actually does show up and if he actually is wearing the Boba Fett armor. Funnily enough, the one scene he was in, he was looking he was trying to find some good stuff in a Jawa sand crawler and they opened the back room where they kept the quote unquote good stuff for the high paying customers. And <laughs> in the corner of this back room was a set of Mandalorian armor. It didn't specify any colors or describe it at all or anything like that. It was a vague reference to a set of Mandalorian armor that the Jawas had in their sand crawler. So who knows? So, uh, so just, just as a quick recap, uh, is Boba Fett going to be in Mandalorian or we don't know yet? 
I believe Tamura Morrison has been cast as Boba Fett okay. in Mandalorian season two for a couple okay. of episodes at least. And then there, the rumor is that Timothy Oliphant will also be in the Mandalorian, but he will be wearing Boba Fett's armor, not playing the character of Boba Fett. So gotcha. maybe, maybe this scene in the book was uh, a hint or something for the TV show. I don't know. How, how do you feel about uh, Boba Fett surviving uh, the pit? I've always believed. Pit. I've always believed he survived because he was in that. Um, he was Dude, in he that jetpack on his back. Yeah, he was in that armor. He had a jetpack. He had, you yeah. know, weapons and stuff. Laser, he had laser guns. Right. He just waited till everybody left. He heard the explosions. He's like, "Oh, I'm going to stay down here where it's safe, right?" And I mean, uh, he was—he's a villain in a comic book. Of course, he was right. going to survive. He screamed like a little baby when he fell in, but he was probably just playing it up, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. So he was hiding right. out. I've always—I've always believed he escaped. I, I, I like know. the idea that yeah. that he survived too. Don't put me in this nutshell. I didn't know how to get out of a nutshell. Yeah. What kind of a nut? Has what kind of a shell has a nut this big? Yeah. <laughs> um, so what about the wild? The I, I don't know if there's any resolution of this yet, but the wild, insane Mandalorian rumors that Pedro Pascal halfway through may have said "screw you" and left. I saw and this, the, but it was the, not the a reputable that, reputable website. I saw it. On. I, I think that it is not a reputable website. Okay. Um, I'm trying to remember which one, and maybe we shouldn't even give it to. I wouldn't uh, even. You know, I wouldn't even. Uh, I think even we're talking we about the same one, but I wouldn't even acknowledge it. But the uh, the the crazy rumor was that um, uh, something had his dissatisfaction grew, you know, in almost a uh, uh, Batwoman kind of way. Where halfway, you know, through the season, uh, his character is gone, and one of the reasons you're bringing in Boba Fett and you're bringing back in. Um, um, who's the, uh, the, the, the old, the former wrestler girl, uh, Cara Duke, um, D- Cara Dune, Cara Dune. Thank you. But, uh, you're going to have all these characters, Carl Weathers or, or um, yeah, whatever. You're going to have all these characters that we saw in season one are going to be the, the primary characters at the end of season two, because Pedro Pascal will be gone by that point. I haven't heard that part of the rumor. I heard that. And, it you know, you and it, try, and it you know, could be a, uh, I, I mean, it would be kind of neat if the series morphed into, like, there's not just one Mandalorian, it's about Mandalorian. And that's the whole point, is that it could, you could, tra- you know, you could theoretically transition to having, you know, Tamir Morrison, you know, or actual Boba Fett as, well, we didn't say the Mandalorian, like you said, you know, it just says Mandalorian, it could be any one of them. Um, so I just, I, you know, take that with the biggest freaking grain of salt you could possibly imagine. Um, but, um, you know, I just, I, you don't usually get rumors that, uh, and, and delicious is the wrong word because nobody likes this idea. Um, <laughs> I think that rumor is as salty as these chips I'm eating. I think so. Yeah. Uh, I am. Um, I don't Pop Sugar three days ago does say that, uh, um, uh, they do have an article published on September 24th about what we knew about the Pedro Pascal rumor. Um, so apparently it's being rebutted. So good. Um, 
Yeah, the rumor that Pascal left the show hinges on the idea that he left midseason, didn't come back, which does not match up with Snowstack's, uh, uh, Phil Snowstack, creative art director at Lucasfilm or something, uh, does not line up with his anecdote about chatting with him near the end of production. So this seems to be the kind of rumor that draws a lot of attention on much to back it up. Okay. I'm, st- I, I, I'm, I'm happy about that. That's yeah, I'm starting not to really just, I'm just, I'm at the point now where anytime I see a rumor, I'm like, whatever i can just wait yeah. i can wait you know i i'm not I gonna get bent out of shape about it i'm not gonna lose sleep over it no if pedro and, and pascal just... wants to leave the show okay man more power to you leave him you don't owe me a dang thing you know yeah, I mean, amen the, i feel i feel the same win. way about series and rumors and stuff you know what if they leave they leave I can't control that. The series goes on or it doesn't. Uh, it's a shame if it doesn't, but right. you know what? Um, it's entertainment. For sure. And, and the, the rumor was as entertaining as uh, as any entertainment rumor we've had in a long time, I think. It was just it was just a very titillating uh, rumor, you know. Um, so uh, we, I guess everybody could have fun with it and uh, be glad that it uh, is just that. So, before we started yeah. recording, the three of us synced up our YouTube uh, web pages and watched the Mandalorian trailer together. It was the first time yes. Bill had ever seen it. Uh huh. Um, what was your your take right off the bat after the scene at one time? Oh, it was a hundred. It was hundred and twelve seconds of absolute goodness. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really jazzed. It does kind of, it does kind of look like we're going to spend the entire season. Um, in kind of a holding pattern. I'm, I'm sure that's not the case. You know, I'm sure there's a lot they didn't show us in the promo. I'm sure those shots the, were probably from the first yeah, two or three the, episodes at most. So the entire thing appears to just be him holding, you know, clutching, you know, Yoda baby to his chest and trying not to get uh, keeled. Um, and uh, so, you know, worst case scenario, a uh, Mandalorian season two could devolve into same plot, different flavor every single week as he gets into trouble, you know, you know, tries to shield the baby from the laser guns and then escapes uh, by the skin of his teeth at the end. Um, but, uh, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to assume that, um, I'm absolutely going to assume that the producers, uh, have a, a lot more to show us, uh, than, than, you know, they've oh, shown sure. us so far. That's the point of a teaser. And if we haven't, uh, if we haven't learned that we can trust, uh, John Favreau and Dave Filoni by this point, I don't know when we'll Thank learn. You. About Thank you so, for saying what every yes. Star Wars fan should just already know. It's yeah. just, I mean, trust. yeah. Trust they in have, these we're, guys. We're also supposed to be getting um, um, Anakin's Padawan. Um, oh yeah, Ahsoka Tano, Ahsoka. played Ahsoka. by um, I think it's Rosario it's, uh, Dawson. Yes, and I guess the reason why they're picking uh, an actress like Rosario Dawson is because Ahsoka, um, she's going to be how many years older than? Okay, so we saw her and we've in, talked about uh, this before, Clone but Wars. Clone Wars took place in between episodes. Um, you know, yeah. two and three. And she was, I'm guessing she was approximately 15 or 16 years old yeah. at that point. Yeah. Right. So yeah. then, uh, 19 years later is when a new hope happens. And then what six ish, five or six ish years later is when empire is yeah. over. Then okay. the, then Mandalorian takes five year place takes place five years after that. So at this point, Oh, and then in Rebels, in the Rebels cartoon, which takes place mm-hmm. immediately before episode four, Ahsoka okay. came back and she was 
she was a girl in Clone Wars. She was a woman, and you know she, she was, had aged yeah. nineteen oh. or twenty years. Okay. Uh, by the time she appeared in, um, uh, huh. okay, uh, Rebels. I mean, she, so let's she, say she yeah, was fifteen. She's not, the, she's not the bratty character you right. remember from Clone Wars, and she's very mature and wise. Let's too, say she in was Rebel. fifteen. Well, that would put her at thirty-five-ish. You know, okay. When in in Rebels, and then how old is Rosario Dawson in real life? Um, I'll look it up while you while so you keep talking. The timeline fits as far as I'm concerned. Okay. She cool. she could okay. be she could be a forty something year old uh, woman at this point, and it would fit in the timeline for the Mandalorian. So now there well, was well, a and so she she's forty one years old. Okay, it's and, perfect. You know what? And and she's also playing an alien, so she yeah. can age differently. Of course, right? I mean, I mean I'm fifty one, but I look thirty five. Let's be honest. Oh, so true. Let's be honest. Well, but a hard thirty-five. Uh, I mean, you know, hard, yeah. hard. It's Emphasis a, on the hard put a, put a 35. thirty-five. But it's definitely. Oh yeah, 35. very wet, I, I very wet. No, nobody dried me off. Nobody yeah, dried me off at all. But it's kind of yeah, kind of like uh, the point is people age like differently. Like a bidet. Yeah. yeah. Like oh yeah. Bidet. It was like that wall in my brother's bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just kind of, I just kind of spit dried it a little, spit, spit shine, you know. You, see, you need to you need to leave the bathroom one time and go. That is the weirdest place to put a water fountain. Yeah, I can't figure out how to work that water fountain in your. But it's but it's delicious. Yeah, you know? the water's yeah. just as good. Um, so it fits having her be that age, and I'm super excited about it. I think it's that's been like a fan dream casting for that role for a long time, and they made it reality. So I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I ended up, I was annoyed I with Ahsoka Tano at first when I started watching Clone Wars, but I grew to really like her character a lot. Um, what were you going to say, Frank? Um, I'm curious how they're going to handle her headdress, her, her tendrils. Well, the same uh, way they did Shaq T. Boom. You know? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Thank you. They, I believe they were the same species. Well, hers went behind her head like a, uh. Uh, no, was, they're not the same species. Shaq T, I think, was a Togruta, and I'm pretty sure that's what. Um, I'm gonna look it up. I'm pretty sure that's yeah, what. Look it up. I'm gonna look it up. She's not a Twi'lek, that's for sure. She, Ahsoka Tano. She's a Twi'lek. No, she's not, at all. She is a Togruta. Look it up, okay. dude. She is a Togruta. Now, okay. Shaq S H. S-H-A-A-T. Shaq T, that's who I think is a Twi'lek. Shaq T is also a Togruta. She is, okay. Shaq T was the, the lady character in season one, right? The the prison break? Say again? Shaq T was the, she was the female character in season one. You mean the actress? Bill- yes. No, I don't believe so at all. No? No, okay. she was also a Togruta. Shaq T you know what? is the same species as Ahsoka Tano. I, I apologize. I was thinking of the woman with the blue tendrils from... That's, um, uh, that is that's Ayla thinking Secura. Of. Okay. That's who I'm thinking okay. of. Okay. Amy that's Allen, played by Amy Allen, who uh, uh, we my, Ashley and I met in real life. She's very sweet. Oh. At a, at a Dallas con or something. She's not all ready to stab you in the back no, for, she was for very a shekel. Nice. Well, good. Um, so... Yeah, she's gonna be. She's gonna check. uh, uh, Ahsoka Tano is gonna be in it. That'll be interesting. Um, I'm. I'm looking forward to this. I mean, you know, bring in more stuff. You know, 
just make it all fan service as far as I'm concerned. I, <laughs> I just love me some Star Wars. Bring it in. Bring in Boba Fett. Bring in, hell, bring in Darth Vader. You know, resurrect him. Bring him back. Bring it I'm just kidding. I'm about Darth Vader. I want Dave I'm just Filoni kidding to about do it. Darth Vader. I don't want Ryan uh, Johnson to do it. I'm just kidding about Darth Vader. Yes. Um. Uh, yeah. What was I going to say? When, do, man, uh, when does the Mandalorian drop? I mean, it's October thirty. Fast, isn't it? October thirty. October third. Yeah. Ooh, we're almost there. No, we're three zero. October three zero. Oh. October three zero. Well, it's, okay. you know, you know what's it's weird, difficult. dudes. Listen, this is so weird. During all this COVID stuff, for me personally, time is flying by. I don't understand it. Time is not creeping. When I'm am working 50 60 hours at work when we're busy yeah not exaggerating by the way time crawls it <laughs> crawls for me it's the longest week i've ever had in my life it's one of those types of feelings yes. but lately when i'm just working 40 hours a week time times boom it's payday already i mean it's nice. it's the weird dynamic and i don't understand it at all my point is October 30th is going to be here before you know it. And you'll be like, holy crap, it's already uh, time for the Mandalorian. Why haven't I put my tent up in my in my living room? Thank you. Thank <laughs> right? You. That's the best advice I can possibly give. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. I know how you feel. It's I, I, I wonder if at some point it becomes kind of a defense mechanism. But uh, uh, just the idea that, wait a minute, it was just March like last week, right? Yeah. And it's I, we're far from that. Yeah, I, I, I get that feeling every once in a while, which doesn't make any sense to me. But, you know, I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore about most things in life. I'm just <laughs> long past the point of caring about this. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, oh, me too. I'm just like, uh, uh, I just kind of, you know, I, I've kind of learned to really adapt to just working from home. And um, I kind of I kind of like the solitude now. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's just like I'm really enjoying just just the quietness yeah. of it. Oh, you mean Walmart closes at eight now instead of being open twenty four seven? That's cool. Whatever. Yeah. I'll hit you up tomorrow. Although, hey, last night uh, I um, uh, watched the Stars game, and uh, I realized that the whole time I'm sitting looking at the dog, and she's she's hungry. She's giving me dog eyes. And what we always do is we always go take a walk, and then we come back. I feed her dinner, and so. You know, I try to do it, you know, seven ish, and sometimes it may be nine or 10 o'clock before we actually take our walk. So I'm sitting there looking at the poor thing, knowing that she's hungry and waiting on me. And um, the stars get uh, get through the first overtime, and I'm like, dude, we got to take a walk. It's, it could be it could be four in the morning, you know, before uh, before we go for a walk uh, if, if we don't. So I threw in the uh, the earbuds and uh, uh, listened to the uh, the radio teleplay. Uh, thank you, uh, Josh and Razor, and uh, enjoyed the Stars' victory from a field as uh, we were about six blocks from the house uh, when uh, Corey Perry scored the goal to send it to Game Six. Um, yeah, I, I might have been going somewhere with that story. I really have no idea, but uh, that's okay. If the viewers enjoyed it, that's all that counts. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Is that what they sounded yeah. like? I was trying to dang it, I was trying to find that another took, I was trying to find well, the other that dog took a thing. Long time for us. Oh I know. <laughs> I know. Again, I haven't had time to I haven't had time to organize all these things. I was looking for that, you know, that crazy dog that goes arr, arr. 
I'm just trying to find it, but I can't find it. I'll, yes. I'll, I'll locate it next for next time. Um, Bill, you've got a you got to leave soon, don't you? We're at mm-hmm. 40 minutes anyway. Yeah, here in a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Yeah. Any last thoughts? Uh, man. Um, everybody, uh, everybody, get a a, a Spotify account and uh, enjoy the uh, My Discover Weekly uh, playlist. That's what I do. That's what I usually do when I'm walking the dog. I don't usually listen to Stars uh, Radio uh, telecasts. Um, and that's uh, that's one of those things that I would have gotten into in the last episode of things that makes me happy, because uh, I have uh, uh, I have always been the kind of person that goes to CD you know record stores whatever and searches out new music. I've always been like that, and um, uh, I have struggled with it frankly uh, at a number of times in the last uh, 20, 30 years, especially as you know you can no longer count on being able to go to a record or CD store to buy the new thing or to search out the things, you know, that the store owner might know about, but you don't. And, uh, man, Spotify, uh, it took me a few years. I was not an early adopter, but uh, son of a gun. Uh, once I once I got into Spotify and it, it learned, uh, you know, a, a couple of tricks about me, you know, one, one easy trick about Bill, um, it, it gives me stuff. I'll listen to that my discover weekly and someday, you know, some, it comes out weekly and some weeks I'll like, uh, three or four songs off a 25 song playlist. And sometimes I'll like half of it. And, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, it's always interesting to me how, uh, some weeks just seem to, Oh my God, I love that song. Oh, I love that song. Oh, I love that song. I've never heard of any of these bands almost. And, uh, Very it's cool. Good. I discover weekly. Um, the thing I, I like about it is it's not, the like the new release radar it's not brand new stuff Mm -hmm. it'll give you stuff um uh it keeps feeding me uh tracks from a uh an artist named idris muhammad uh who was putting out uh uh kind of funk soul uh stuff in the 70s cool uh uh, not unusual at all for me to discover a band that's that um you know hell they've been operating since 2014 i'd never heard of them you know kind of stuff um but uh man uh, dude, you, you know that I, I like doing music episodes sure. and uh, you know that I'm a frustrated DJ at heart and, uh, man, I just, I, I don't know how I could ask for anything better. Uh, at one point I, I found, uh, I started looking at uh, Bandcamp a little bit, but Bandcamp is so, so expansive and doesn't necessarily, you know, do as good a job of, you know, suggesting things to you, um, that uh, man, I just I spend so much time on Spotify these days. Talk about a uh, the Spotify, Marvel Unlimited, DC Universe three things that I have no regrets about uh, putting my money down for. Is yearly. there a free version of Spotify? Uh, yes, um, but uh, it's very bare bones, and you won't like it because okay. you can call up an album. But if you're on a free version, and you know it's ten bucks a month, like everything else. But uh, if you call up, say, an, a, a particular album, you want to listen to Sign of the Times, bruh. Um, it will play it for you in shuffle <laughs> if ah. you want to listen to it from track one to track 23 or whatever bad. it is then uh you do have to have the premium so-called premium version uh, somebody, in my opinion it, it couldn't be much more worth it somebody sent me a link the other day to listen to something and it was a spotify link i'm like not everybody has spotify do yeah. you have is there another is there can you tell me where else this is available? Because I'm not going to sign <laughs> yeah, up I mean, and create a 
uh, yeah. a Spotify account just to listen to one song. Well, I'll bet uh, uh, you it, can do YouTube because more likely there is some type of if that's it's not where a I ended video, up finding it's a bare bone. Yeah, a yeah. bare bones yeah. video of the song. Uh, Amazon Music uh, is yeah, I have that dumping itself into YouTube Music. No, 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 no. That's Google Play is doing that. Oh, Google Play Music is going to YouTube? Yes. Okay, thank you. I'm an Amazon Uh, Prime member, and I I use uh, Amazon Music all the time. Yeah, the first uh, service I started using uh, was Amazon Prime, and I was like, well, this is actually kind of cool. I've always... I've always railed against that. I don't want to listen to it at uh, streaming quality. I want to listen to it at, uh, you know, you know, CD quality. Um, but uh, if you're not adulterating the sound by forcing it through, like, the FM receiver transmitter yeah. thing I have to use in my car, um, you know, if you're listening to it on some, you know, some nice, um, some nice Jabra 65T Elite uh, earbuds or even 75s, uh, or something in that vein, then uh, you're going to get, I think, pretty freaking amazing sound out of uh, out of your Spotify's. Yeah. So, I've got a uh, my liked songs folder is literally is probably closed on 700 songs now too. Wow. Yeah, so I'll, I'll go through and I'll try to be somewhat selective. But if I really honestly do like a song enough to want to hear again, or I want to I want to listen to some other tracks by that band or whatever, yeah, you, you give it the heart and then it goes into your liked songs folder. And you can, you know, I've I've got probably thirty playlists that I've just are kind of just living documents. Mm-hmm. I'm always I'll be listening, you know, I'll be listening to something uh, something new, and I'll go, oh, this song should go in that playlist. Ooh, this song should go in that playlist. Mm-hmm. And I've got a bunch of playlists built up, and and someday I swear to God, I'm going to figure out how to share those uh, with anybody else who might give a rat's patootie. Um, well, if I ever get a Spotify account, I'll ask you. Where you go? Well, you, uh, you, you can make those uh, those playlists public, and that's how I yes. found a lot of uh, um, there. There are people who, uh, like I guess, music influencers. I guess you would call them. Who's yeah. when I had Spotify, I used to follow all the time because okay. they just did a fantastic job of finding music that would fit a genre or or new right. artists. So um, you just have to search out those uh, those playlists. It's been a while since I've oh, had okay. Spotify, so I can't recall but i used to follow just these no. people's play i mean it was essentially their their uh, uh their dj playlist you know right um facebook introduced me to my latest um band that i've learned to you know that i discovered and and learned that i appreciate you know facebook is scary man because you google search one thing and then all of a sudden your facebook feed is just filled with that stuff but no, I don't. Yeah. Facebook don't like obviously them. knows that I like purple. It knows that I like vinyl records and it knows that I like space. Cause in my Facebook feed <laughs> come up this advertisement for this band called the blue stones. And it was a song called black holes and the album cover had an astronaut on it and it was promoting its purple vinyl release of this record. And I thought, okay, purple <laughs> vinyl, gosh. black holes, wow. astronauts, I'll listen to this song, and then I fell in love with it. It's just a guy. Uh, it's a guitar and a drums. It's two guys, drum kit okay. and guitar. And after listening to several of their songs, they kind of have a black keys feel, but in yeah. my opinion, a much more palatable, a much cooler, and a little, <laughs> little rougher, a little edgier sound to it. I I ended up really liking it. But interesting. What's the name of the band again? The Blue, Blue. Stones. 
The Blue Stones. And okay. The song is called Black Holes, and in the parentheses it says Solid Ground. Jeez. Black That's Holes, sweet. Solid Ground. Yeah. I seem to remember we had mentioned Joe Jans a while back, and um, um, uh, he once pinged me back when I was on Spotify. He found one of my playlists that were public, oh, and yeah? there was only one song on it. And the playlist I had was like, like a greatest greatest songs of all times, and it was a wing beneath my my uh, or <laughs> wind beneath my wings. That was the only song on it, and I purposely that's, made it public. That's and, that's and so he funny. found it and said, you know, oh, nice, you know, that's funny. <laughs> I found dude. your playlist. Uh, uh, I miss you guys. That's so funny. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh. All right. Oh, man. Okay. So Let's I'm wrap seeing this all these up, nice man. links where I can share stuff all over the place. I can share it to Facebook. I know I've seen other people post playlists to Facebook, so I guess I knew that already. But yeah, you can post to Facebook, Messenger, Twitter, Telegram, Skype, Tumblr, copy code, whatever. Um, I wonder if there's any way to find out if people actually like have ever listened to your playlist. So uh-huh. I see details. I, I, I'm, I'm not seeing like analytics or anything. So. I don't know, man. You could email Spotify. To, and I'll ask do them. some research, man. I'll find out which one of my playlists is most popular. Which one is making me all that sweet, sweet cheddar, yo? Uh, I think you see followers on it. Hang on. I'm going to email Spotify real quick. Thank you, dear Mr. Fi. Yeah. Um, Please, that's my father. Call me Spot. Thank you. Spot Irving Fye. You know what I hate? This is the last thing I'll say for this episode. You know what I hate is when I email a customer service email address asking for help, and I don't hear from them for a week. Right. That is so rude. I had to uh, I, I had to go through something like that uh, about two weeks ago. I had we, we use this program called NDI Tools to uh, remote. Uh, other sources like other computers into the switcher so we can have discrete video sources for interviews and stuff so it's not all just one window that auto switches or whatever um we'll bring if we've got three or four people on tv land we'll bring them in on three or four computers and so there aren't that many cables in the world so we just ndi them in and uh um Back in the old days, you know, you used to tell people, okay, go to this, go to New Tech and download NDI tools and, and do this and that. And you would go and you would hit the download button, you'd fill out a little form. And then as soon as you click the OK, here comes the, uh, the executable file, just dumps right into your computer. Well, about uh, three weeks ago, they, uh, they've decided that uh, their new company paradigm apparently is when you click, you fill out the form, click the uh, download button, it now goes, okay. Look in your email, you know, look in your email uh, box for uh, for a handy link. And it's like you didn't have to do that, you jerks. You were trying to just collect metadata or some kind of internet traffic or some kind of hits. Somehow you're making money off this. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're having to put your email address in already. So I don't know what the end game of now making you go through this extra set of hoops is. Uh, maybe they can vet yours. Maybe their AI can vet you before it uh, sends you the download or something. But the first time I did it. Um, I, to this day, I don't know if I typoed my email address or if I just never looked in the quarantine folder or what, but I waited days for that email to show up. Second time I did it, it showed up right away. So 
don't know what that means, but uh, it's not okay. Uh, uh, um, IT uh, managers and uh, infrastructure builders out there, you're not making it a better product. No, listen, sure. all you got to do is when I email for a customer service, send me a canned response that says, hey, we got your email. We'll get back to you. That, yes. That's Just, all I ask for. Don't yes, leave me yes. in limbo. I know. If you don't well, contact me for a week after having sent me that first, hey, we got your email yeah. response, I'm cool, man. I got schedules. I got other things I need to do. But if you well, just like ignore what? my original request with silence and a non-email do activity. Do it. No, no it's the same thing we're as walking up the, It's the same thing as walking up to the counter at at, at fill in the blank store and you know uh, you need you need assistance from customer service or 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 an employee and uh, they are engaged in a customer ahead of you. Um, and you stand there for three or four minutes and you're standing literally 10 feet away from, but they will not make eye contact with you and acknowledge the fact that you are there, that you are next, that you exist, that they're willing to help you with whatever your issue might be. Um, you know, you just, you know, that's, that's, that's the internet version of that. And, yeah. uh, that should make any reasonable, you know, adult, a uh, little tiny bit crazy in the head. You know how far something like Hey, sir, I'll be with you in just a few minutes. You know how exactly. far that goes? Exactly. It makes now, me not want to do... throw a chair through your storefront window. I know. I mean, we could we could go full uh, Michael Douglas falling down on you guys, or we could, uh, or you could just look at me and go, be with you in a minute, sir, and you go, thanks. Problem so solved. So th this concludes our episode of Geezer Talk. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, if you could destroy one thing right now, physically, just... Break into a million pieces. What would it be? Oh my goodness! Uh, Just one. Maybe a, maybe a Werther's candy because uh, they're they're really nice and small pieces. Would you use oh. your hand or like a hammer? Hammer. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. I expected something a little more complex. Yeah, I did. I expected like <laughs> you know something. I expected a, a funny. I expected a funny answer. To be quite honest. Yeah. No, I get it. I got to pee, guys. Let's wrap yeah, this up. Something like the walls of institutional tyranny, or something yes. like that. The, this That's glass case of emotion I've been in for three years. I'm gonna shatter that. We we could walls of institutional tyranny, and and all of a sudden all the children would be holding hands and singing songs in peace, or you could shatter Werther's into six easy pieces. One of the two. Oh, well done, Frank. I think you've solved this problem. 50-50. All right. Take us out, Frank. It's always good to end strong. Thank you for listening to A Half Hour Wasted. Send your questions and comments to halfhourwasted at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at halfhourwasted. You can leave us a voicemail at gowaxtype9 or 469-298-9739. Until next week, I'm Frank. I'm Brad. Anybody needs a, a running back in fantasy football, call me. And we'll see you next time on Half Hour Wasted. Wasted, wasted, wasted.